0: Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frichette and Allie Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Allie. Hi, Michelle in 2023. 2023, Happy New Year. Happy New Year.
1: I hope this you had a good first holidays. time.
0: I did. I had lots of super lazy, unstressful, Holidays. I feel like the holidays can be so great, but they're always mm-hmm. twinged by that bit of stress of like, I have to shop or I have to go travel or host people or whatever. And we yeah. made the conscious decision to be super minimal with gifts, to not travel, to not have people over, to just be super lazy. And it was perfect.
1: Nice. <laughs> Um, I was stressed. I was sick. <laughs> oh, I had yeah. COVID leading up to the holidays. Luckily, I tested negative the Thursday before uh, Christmas, so I could still get together with some of my family. But my daughter was like in a really bad situation in Buffalo as far as the snow and things go. They had to vacate it their home. so dangerous it was luckily they had somebody about a block and a half away that they could stay with for four days and bring their dog and bring their cat. Oh, Nice. Yeah. But even the stress of like, is my car going to get hit by a snowplow, which turned out not to be a big deal because the snowplows couldn't get through. Right. So Mm -hmm. it took forever. Um, But people died. Like there was, it was tragic. And I I would love to talk um, more about how racism and politics Really disadvantages people. So, I was reading, we, this is what our topic is today, but just to kind of for people to think about this, and we could talk about this more next week. But snow plows typically underplow areas that are historically Black areas or predominantly Black and Hispanic areas. So, people who are um, in those areas are disadvantaged about being able to get out, get help go to the store, do those things when there's a a storm like that. And I wasn't aware of that. So I learned a lot through this. So um, I think we could talk about a lot of that in another episode, but just, you know, if, if you, if your street is nicely plowed, you probably are not in an area that's affected in the same way. Um, But politics really comes into play a lot uh, when it comes to how services are distributed through a city. And I learned a lot that way. A lot of people died and it was tragic and, 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 um, yeah, unfortunate is not even the right word. It was tragic. Yeah. It was it was underserved. It was tragic. And um, there were a lot of tears. But anyway, uh, but other than that, my daughter did survive through. I am very grateful for the fact that all they lost was perishable food um, yeah. and nothing worse. Good. And that we were able to get together last Saturday on, Christ- on New Year's Eve to celebrate Christmas together. And Yay. we did have a nice time together. So yeah, I'm not complaining. I'm just Highlighting that it wasn't as good a holidays for everybody as it was yeah. for us, for some of us. So anyway, yeah. but I <laughs> did come to you with a topic for today. And that is New Year's resolutions that we think businesses in tech should be making. So we're going to give you a list mm-hmm. of the resolutions that your company should have for 2023 and going forward. So um, this and is not even companies, individuals as
0: well, I think. Right. Yeah, freelancer or like people within tech yep. from an individual level up. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, and honestly, this is not even just people in tech. People in general should have most of these. <laughs>
0: but, but, but since we but talk we about our audience. in
1: tech, we know our audience. That's right. So if you are in tech, especially, we would like you to consider adding the following resolutions to your 2023. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, these should not come as a surprise to anybody because basically we're looking at two years worth of episodes that we have pulled some of our best topics from. So yeah, the first one,
0: basically,
1: that's right. <laughs> if you're paying attention, you should pass the test. Yes. <laughs> so um, for, I, for I'll, I'll pick the first one was let's remove woke from our vocabulary yeah. as it talks about, you know. Um, inclusion, diversity, equity, all of those things. No more woke. Like the mm-hmm. only thing you should ever use woke is you were asleep this morning, you woke up and now <laughs> you're starting your day. Yeah. It's a, verb, a woke. It's, exactly. it's a verb, not a noun. Or
0: it's a verb, adjective. not a adjective. Thank you.
1: Yes, exactly. So remove woke stop saying woke our friend naisha over at um, master wp has a whole article about not using woke um and i think that we can tag that in the in the um the show notes mm-hmm. if you want to go back and reread that but let's take woke out of the vocabulary totally Absolutely. i love hearing Allie tip tip tap on her keyboard during the because it means that she's taking the notes that I will not remember to do later. So thank you, Allie, for being our scribe. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) What's first up on your list? Okay, so the first first one up on my list is uh, a very actionable thing to do. So Michelle started with something not to do, and I'm gonna go into something Mm -hmm. to do, right? Which is to update your about page. Um, Mm -hmm. update your about page, make sure that your mission is up there. Make sure that any DEI statements that you have or accessibility statements or pledges that you have are up there and make sure that you're actually showing the people who are on your team, because one of the biggest red flags for people who come to your website to learn about your services, learn about your business, or even maybe even more importantly, who are looking at your site thinking, oh, I want to apply to work here going to go to your about page that's where Mm -hmm. they're going to learn about who you are that's like your living room right and so if your living room is has like a couch and a tv in it and that's it they're going to be like well this is weird right Mm -hmm. um what are you hiding what are you not saying and that Mm -hmm. about page is such a powerful way to um display the diversity that's already on your team or display the Mm -hmm. diversity that you are committed to creating on your team. Mm -hmm. So I would say, go look at your about page. And um, if it's dusty and old and sparse and like, doesn't show you off in a very good light, spend some time to update it. Agreed. I think
1: that's a great one. That's absolutely actual. You can finish that by end of day. I mean,
0: like you you could do this. You could do that while you're listening to the podcast that's right <laughs> <laughs> Multitask, and then send it to us and we will say congratulations yay we're so proud of you <laughs> oh my gosh yes when I post this on Twitter uh tag us in your about pages and uh let us see the work that you've done yeah we'd love to see that
1: yeah okay mine I I, I actually went with a I will not and no more uh, so on my list so I have all the negatives it's like you know, positive, <laughs> but um when somebody says you don't have a lot of diversity on your team, don't say, well, anyone can apply. I don't understand why, you know, minority groups aren't applying because anybody's welcome to apply. That is not the same. Having a, an application out there that anyone can apply to. You didn't see it, but I just made air quotes. Anyone can <laughs> apply to <laughs> does not mean that you are um, doing any diversity And and inclusive hiring and recruiting. So don't just. Absolutely. So anyone can apply to speak, anyone can apply to work here, anybody can apply to organize is not the same as seeking diversity and recruiting for diversity and inclusion. So make sure that you are doing the work, not just giving us lip service about it. Love that. Yep. Allie gave me the thumbs up. You can't see that either, but that's okay. (laughs)
0: cool so my next one is also a positive a thing an actionable thing to do uh as you're mindlessly scrolling through your social media whether that is instagram or twitter or linkedin or one of the new cool kids on the block like mastodon uh be aware of like the ratio of the types of people that you're following right like if Mm -hmm. everyone you're following and interacting with are people that look like you uh or have the same job as you or do the same things as you um you're, you're creating a bubble for yourself. And okay. so I know that sometimes I will think I'm following someone because I see a lot of their posts in my feed because maybe the people that I follow like or retweet from them, but that's not the same as actually following that person. So be mindful right. of who you're actually following and whose content you're ingesting and, and then regurgitating, right? Because that's how social media works. Um, and mm-hmm. look for more diverse people to follow. And like, diversity doesn't just mean like, Oh, well, I'm white. So I'm going to follow this black person. It means like, well, I'm a, I'm a developer. So maybe I'll follow this person who's a designer or I live in the US. And so I'm going to follow this person who lives in Thailand or whatever. Try to find people Mm -hmm. who are doing different things and looking at the world differently from you and follow those people. If you agree with the things that they have to say, because then you're just going to get more of that and. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely.
1: Uh, Ooh, my next and I, one. I do oh. have a diverse
0: people in WordPress Twitter list that I can also Ooh, put cool. in the show notes, so people can. Kind I think of get that'd a be great. On that. Absolutely.
1: Maybe also. Absolutely. Yeah. So we can follow those lists. Um, that'd be great. I don't. I don't do lists. I need to start doing some lists. I don't know why I don't do lists. I have that
0: one that I I have for reasons like this. I update it maybe. I don't know, monthly or every two months or so. Occasionally I get added to a list and then I remember that the list feature works and then I immediately forget because (laughs) it's just, I don't know. First
1: time I got added to a list, I was like, what is this?
0: That's
1: weird. Why? Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) we also had um, an episode, I don't remember how, I I was like, it was like last month, but it was probably like four months ago now where- (laughs) Where we talked about racist, ableist, and sexist language, mostly racist language um, mm-hmm. that people aren't even aware that they're using, um, and I and I'm conscious of it now. So like, uh, it's no no um, secret that I am a TikTok addict because I live alone and that's my social outlet. Um, but I will I follow a bunch of realtors, and when the realtors are going through houses and apartments, they will often talk about either. The master bedroom or the primary bedroom, and so those people who say primary bedroom or largest bedroom, I have great respect for because they are consciously removing uh, racist language from their um, their vocabulary, and so things like that, white you know white labeling, white listing, things like that that you might not be aware of are definitely things that can creep into language and have an effect on people who are aware. So if yeah. if I'm aware that you're using racist language, whether you are or not, immediately I'm put off by whatever follows that language. So, yeah. and, and so are a lot of other people. So make sure that you are eliminating those things. If we could put the link to that episode of the show notes see that'd be awesome, Allie. We want to make it easy for you. So we will put things in, uh, visit our show notes, just go to underrepresentedtech.com, find this episode, and we will have the links for all of those different things totally. in there. So removing that language makes you um, more aware of the, of the other people that are following you and more mm-hmm. inclusive. And more inclusive language is absolutely something that will uh, help you and uh, make other people more comfortable in your presence.
0: Totally. Yeah, I love that advice because there's so many ways to like, um, I want to say Wokeify, but we're not using that, right? So whatever the alternative is for that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Your language, like I remember uh, watching a YouTube video where the person like started the video instead of saying like, hey guys, or like, ladies and gentlemen, or boys and girls, they said guys mm-hmm. and gals and non-binary pals. And I was like, that's really cute. And I looked <laughs> in the cute. comments and there were so many people who were like, I'm non-binary and I feel like I wanna cry because I feel so like appreciated included. and seen mm-hmm. and included. And it's like, you can only do more good when you are being more inclusive, right? Because Absolutely. someone who does identify as a male or a female or a guy or girl or man or woman or whatever is still included in that. You said guys gals, but you also said non-binary, blah, non-binary pals. It's kind of a tongue twister. Yep. Um, Yeah, for sure. So it's just a way to be more, more inclusive. And I think the primary bedroom thing, like you notice that and I'm sure if you were looking for a house and you notice that a real estate agent said that, that might be a little tick in the pro column for maybe Mm -hmm. working with that person or looking at that house. It's like, okay, this is a person that understands inclusivity and is mindful of what it is that they're doing and mindful of their job and their work yes. and that's a huge like that means things to people and it's mm-hmm. worth doing mm-hmm. yeah.
1: yeah i've even started to say instead of um you know people refer to the master bedroom but they'll also refer to the master bath mm-hmm. so i call it the my when i say to people like oh it's in my ensuite bathroom like wow. it's, right and it's <laughs> and it makes my condo sound so much sound <laughs>
0: the ensuite bathroom yes the ensuite. Anyway. oh my gosh oh uh, so what's your next one? what's your next one so my next two actually are like stops right or like negative like stop doing this um mm-hmm. so the next one is to stop using diversity equity and inclusion those words as like interchangeable for each other so mm-hmm. we use the 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 Acronym DEI a lot for diversity, equity and inclusion, which is fine because they're very related ideas and they're related conversations, but they're not Mm -hmm. at all the same thing. Right. Right. So diversity is lots of different kinds of things. Right. So like you can't see, but I have a art on the back of my wall, which is like lots of different colored dots. And when I think of diversity, that's what I think of is a bunch of stuff all together, but they all look different. Um, Equity is fairness right mm-hmm. making sure that if somebody is at a disadvantage they are given what they need to have the same advantage as the person next to them so yes they're not given the same thing but they are given different things so that they can have the same experience yes inclusion is making sure that you are looking for the people on the outside and bringing them into the inside, which is tough because it it forces you to acknowledge that there are people on the outside. I think that's where a lot of people get stuck mm-hmm. is when they like to believe that, well, things are so inclusive as it is and everyone's a big happy family as it is. Right. That's not true. There are always right. going to be people on the fringes who could stand mm-hmm. to be pulled deeper into the community, the team, you know whatever right. that might be. And
1: and if I can add to that, diversity hiring just means that you've increased the numbers. Inclusive hiring means there's no tokenization cuz mm-hmm. you're actually including people. So yeah. and and when you talk about those three things, I think about that like when I was in business school it's like the three-legged stool. Everybody talks about the three-legged stool. So those three things to the are what makes up the the legs of the three-legged stool mm-hmm. with belonging being the seat on top of it
0: too. So yeah. when you have the DEIB, you've got the whole the whole shebang. And we haven't even talked about accessibility. That's a related thing. But to me, that's such a... That goes into like technical stuff and like there's so much other stuff in there we won't talk about. But for for now, the focus, your resolution should be, when I think about DEI, I'm gonna think of those as three very separate efforts, three very separate things.
1: Yes, absolutely. My next one is that saying, well, I have a black or I have a disabled or I have a trans friend doesn't mean you're not racist, ableist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a trans friend. Doesn't mean you're not transphobic. You know, I have, a, oh, I have a my daughter's black. Yeah, my daughter is black. Does that mean that I can't be racist? No, it doesn't.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't. It also, mean it that doesn't give you
0: a free pass to like <laughs> right. say whatever
1: you want. Right. Like, I mean, I've still never been invited to the picnic and to the cookout. Right. And and I like. <laughs> The
0: fact that he said picnic is so funny.
1: I'm so white, I can't help it. But I was like, oh no! That was a perfect example. She, she, my daughter also always tells me, "Mom, salt is not a spice, not a seasoning."
0: (laughs) I love (laughs) that. Maybe you were invited to the cookout, but you went to the picnic instead
1: (laughs) by accident actually had an invitation but i'm just saying uh, yeah i said the wrong thing
0: that
1: um, was really funny but, i mean it's just <laughs> your reaction was great um but but it's but it stands true right just because i dated a black guy once or you know i oh i have a friend in a wheelchair it doesn't mean that you're not ableist it doesn't mean they're not transphobic it doesn't mean you're not racist um so stop equating knowing people from underrepresented groups to mean that you are not, in any way, shape, or form, um, displaying bad, you know, mm-hmm. language or displaying bad um, actions.
0: Yeah, I mean, being friends with you for as long as we've been friends has made me realize, not necessarily how like ableist I am, but how much I unintentionally uh, and and benefit from what am I trying to say, how much I benefit from not being in a wheelchair, right? Like how, right. how the privilege that how you, I have, right? You have more advantages. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like not something I ever really thought about before being friends with you and spending time with you. So I'm never going to go mm-hmm. to someone and say, well, I'm not ableist because one of my really <laughs> close friends uses a scooter. But like, right. it helps me to grow as a person and to understand those privileges and to advocate for you and people like you and mm-hmm. so on. Right. So like, I think that's because I'm so perfect. Right. I think that's a better way of looking <laughs> at it is like, sure. yes, I have a black friend or I have a trans friend and mm-hmm. learning about their experience has made me maybe less transphobic, but mm-hmm. we all still have our biases and we all still have our our crap that we deal with that we have to unlearn and all of that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I like that one. a lot. Absolutely. But <laughs> <Like, laughs> what's, what's your next one? um so (laughs) my next one it kind of kind of ties in a little bit actually to yours is uh stop making excuses for other people um Mm. when other people do things that maybe are sexist or racist or transphobic or if they say something um that's wrong even if it's an accident like if it's if it's misinformed because there's there's a huge gray area of people in tech that I've encountered who say really messed up stuff sometimes and it's not because they have malicious intent it's not because they're going out of their way to try to hurt people they don't know or they're ignorant or whatever and you have people coming out and and defending them and saying well they didn't mean it and so they don't deserve to be corrected or they don't deserve to be called out or called in for that um but that's not how we learn right like growth happens after discomfort I always think of like a caterpillar coming out of a butterfly. If the caterpillar was super comfortable in that cocoon, it would never come out. Right. It comes right. out because yep. it it's too tight. It's too uncomfortable and it, it has to break free. So like mm-hmm. let your friends, let your coworkers be uncomfortable sometimes because that's how mm-hmm. they're going to learn. And you can support people as they learn. But you also have to like sometimes give some tough love of like. Yeah, that was wrong. That was incorrect here's why, if you want to take the time to explain that to them. But Mm -hmm. let this be the year that we don't try to just come to people's defense and say, well, they're a really good person and they didn't mean it. That's irrelevant to the fact that they might've hurt someone, right? So stop making excuses for people just because they're your friends.
1: Which actually leads into my next one as well, which is if somebody gives you feedback about something you've said or done or an attitude, accept it and do better. So for example, if i tell you that something you've just said or done is ableist, as somebody who is disabled, you should probably believe me. <laughs> you know, what i mean, and then you should instead of making excuses for yourself or saying i didn't mean it or it was just a joke or you know whatever oh, it was
0: just a joke is horrible. That really gets on my nerves. Really mm-hmm. gets on my nerves because it's never mm-hmm. just a joke. All jokes have no. a root of truth to them, which is why they're funny. So like mm-hmm. yeah, that that yeah. that one gets on my nerves. Sorry to interrupt you, but like that's no, that's, that's a- okay. And especially fat phobic comments like that, right? So
1: like one of the last vestiges of acceptable things to make fun of is people who carry extra weight like I do. Um, because oh well she could control it. Well, yes and no, right? Like if I could just drop the weight and be skinny don't you think i would right like it's not as easy as people say oh i i I woke up today and just decided to stop eating like there, you know there's just there's so much to it and um so it's not it's not it's not where you can just be like if i say to you well that was really insensitive oh it's just i it's just a joke i didn't mean it i didn't mean anything but or don't be offended but you know like oh i didn't mean any offense like yeah you did like no offense but means
0: you're about to say you're about offensive. to say something offensive <laughs> so yeah you but can just no stop right there. i'm offended yeah. already you know also yeah, like, like some- <laughs> i don't i don't understand what's funny like if somebody were to make a fat joke mm-hmm. it's like okay w- 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 explain to me why that's actually funny mm-hmm. I, like to yeah. me to me, jokes at other people's expense, whether it's it's a joke about being fat or the whole like, you know, women are like this and men are like that. Like all of those jokes, I just I don't get why they're funny. I don't see not. it's to me. It's like the lowest form of humor is just like mm-hmm. taking pot shots because I think people laugh when they're uncomfortable a lot. Mm-hmm. And so like, yeah, if somebody if somebody were to make a fat joke in front of me, I might laugh out of discomfort of like, Mm-hmm. like well that's bizarre like and i've done that before mm-hmm. to people if like, can like explain to me why you think that's funny yeah because it, because yep. really it's just racist and if you think it's funny because you think racism is funny then like we can't be friends you know that's
1: an issue yeah absolutely <laughs> there's there's a woman i follow on tiktok i'm probably not going to say her name properly but it's it's sujia s-o-o-g-i-a and she is um uh, an Asian creator who talks about food a lot and calls out people who misbehave about food. So for example, somebody bought a durian, which is a fruit durian? out of Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Durian. I think it's durian. And yeah. Durian. Okay. And um, lots of videos are p- of people trying it and making faces and like fake, th- like pretending they're going to throw up and how awful it is. And all that does really is show that you aren't accepting of the fact that other people enjoy this for fu- this food. like I don't particularly care for sushi. That's not something that I like. I don't like the seaweed part of it to be honest. Um, but I'm not making videos talking about how it's disgusting because it's not disgusting. It's just not my personal taste. yeah, right And th- there's food I make that other people don't care for and mm-hmm. that's okay. You don't have to like it, but you don't have to go out of your way to make a video talking yeah, to about make how other awful people it feel is. bad about it, yeah. Right, exactly. I saw a compilation of funny animal videos the other day. And one of them was um, somebody says, as they're opening the refrigerator, do you want Chinese food? And I open the refrigerator and the cat jumps out. They thought that was hysterical. And immediately I scrolled to the next thing because I'm like, if that's your idea of humor, grow up and learn to behave properly in the world. There's no reason. And if somebody says to you, that was really racist, you don't double down and go, it was just funny. It was just it as a joke because it's not funny to a huge percentage of the world. And not, I'm not just talking about Asian people. It's not funny to me and I'm not Asian. Right. So like, think about what you're about to say. And and when somebody does give you that feedback, accept it and do better.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, those are all of mine. I mean, I feel like we could just read through all of our old episodes and be like, those are all the ones I
1: wrote down. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But those, those I think are the strongest ones and like Looking back at the previous Mm -hmm. year and looking ahead, those were the ones that really came to mind as like, these are the things I would love to see change. Yeah. Moving forward. So if if
1: you're making strides in you know your personal life if you're making strides as a business um and you have things that you'd like us to talk about or you'd like to t- discuss with us privately or on twitter or wherever um we are really open to having those conversations we love um ideas we love to hear of ways that people are doing better so if you see a company that's doing a great job especially in the tech set, set, in the tech community we <laughs> i'm forgetting words today um <laughs> We would love to hear about it and we would love to, we, we come a lot of the time with instruction and ways to talk about doing better. We would actually love this year to showcase some ways that um, companies and individuals are doing better so that we can say it isn't all bad out there, right? Um, yeah. And, and one more one more plug for our database. We haven't talked about the database in a little while. If you are in an underrepresented group and there's a whole bunch of ways that you could be in an underrepresented group, go to underrepresentedentech.com, find our database, enter the database. If you're looking to increase the inclusion and diversity in your projects, um, whether it's a podcast, a blog, um, an event, or within the you know hiring within your company, you can search the database there as well uh, to find underrepresented people who can really contribute in amazing and positive, rich ways to your, um, to your projects
0: and your, um, to your work. Yeah, absolutely. I'm super excited. I mean, so we've, we've now had this database for a couple of years and um, yeah, it's doing really well. I'm trying to look right now to see how many people are in the database. And if we can set a goal for ourselves, a resolution for ourselves to raise yeah. that number by the end of the year mm-hmm. um obviously with with wonderful and qualified and appropriate people not just adding people Absolutely. for the sake of it um that's
1: right but suggest it and if you're already in there or you are not underrepresented but you know underrepresented people that could um really contribute well and might be interested share the opportunity with them don't sign anybody up let them sign themselves up <laughs> yes but send- <laughs> send them a link and suggest that they might be somebody that could benefit from um
0: sharing within other organizations Mm -hmm. so as of right now we have 170 people in the database something more than i thought it was um yeah and yeah i would love to grow that number to i think 250. 300 (gasps) 300, (laughs) even better i was 300 by the end of the year 300 by the end of the year. I totally think we could do that. That's dub- doubling the okay. the amount of, of people. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely possible, especially, and I should make this announcement as well. Um, the amazing, amazing people at Yoast uh, had last year sponsored a good chunk of my time to be able to work on the podcast, to work on the database. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a fantastic talk with mr taco at the end of last year and they've agreed to sponsor me for an entire other year and so we have all kinds That's of amazing, amazing things coming um that i'm going to be able to actually really dedicate time to work on like getting more people into this database getting people to know yep. about the database we've got our newsletter um which has been doing great um mm-hmm. so yeah we're working really hard we're going to keep working hard this year for everyone on this brand and, and all of our goals and whatnot, but I did want to give a quick shout out and thank you to the folks at Yoast for, um, Absolutely. for investing in us because yeah. investing in the, in time is really impactful and validating. Mm-hmm. So thanks.
1: Did you know that they just put that inclusive language part in the free version of Yoast? Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So that I'm is linking no longer that too in the, show in notes. the pre-
1: yep, no longer a premium, um, a part of the premium plugin, you can get the inclusive language uh, turned on within the free version of Yoast. Now, just update to the most recent version mm-hmm. and start making sure that you are being more inclusive in your language.
0: Yeah, I'll link Very in the good. show notes too to the episode where we talked about that tool if you want to learn more. Perfect. And with, link Han- with the, Hannah over at Yoast. Yeah, because it was originally in the premium version, which we all agreed was like, mm, it's cool that it exists, but it should be accessible to everyone. And now it is. Everybody. So it is. Yeah, it's yeah. really exciting. I love that decision. Absolutely.
1: Well, to everybody out there, if you've hung in with us this far, we appreciate you. Um, We hope you have a wonderful 2023 and that this year brings you health, happiness and prosperity uh, as well as inclusion, diversity, equity and belonging. Quite
0: so. (laughs) Alrighty. We'll see you next week. Bye. This episode was sponsored by the following companies Yikes Inc. Gex Inc. is a collaborative, results-driven, Philadelphia-based WordPress agency dedicated to sustainable business practices. This episode. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.